So, you have one side, the left side, where there's a lot of women arguing for just women's rights in general, I guess. And then you have my side that says, fine, go protest, but protest for one thing, and that's more effective than protesting for a bunch of things. Do you so, think your side is is like a well-represented side? Like there are a lot of people who share your viewpoints? No, I, I think... You I kind think, of have an independent... I'm kind of right now, I'm in the middle. So you got the left, which is like all women's rights. You got the right that says, screw right, everyone. You're not pro-life. That screws everyone. No, right. I'm not pro-life or pro-choice. I'm in the middle. I think there's well, certain... You cut. I mean, if you want to go through, kind of would have to. Pick. If you want to go through each issue, no, I can't because if there's a situation where someone gets raped or sexually harassed, that's still pro-choice. It's just not. Then, it's just to a lesser extent because that's where I would fall. But then, then absolutely. But if someone has, if a guy is allowed to leave a girl, right? So if I impregnate someone and then after four months I'm like, screw this, I'm leaving. They should have. They should be able to have an abortion. I think if you're eight months in and you go, I want to have an abortion, like that, for no reason at all. The baby's going to be healthy. Everything's healthy. I don't think that should be allowed. No, because they can just take the baby out. It's not even that much different than having the abortion. If at that they point. can't just take the baby out, I don't know all the science. But if it's, I said, if it's after first trimester, after the first three months, if your life isn't in danger, and everything's okay with the baby. You really shouldn't be able to do it. Maybe four months, maybe five there's months. Point, I don't know the exact number. There's no um, there's no threshold because... in co- So there is. So in New York, doctors won't do it after a certain amount of time. And Colorado is a famous doctor. There's a legal threshold, but there's no moral or like scientific threshold where like, okay, now we've hit 4.5 months. This is life now. There is. It's just my, a gradual increase. Yeah, my moral threshold... Scientifically speaking. Is if you, after the first three months... Or four months. Figure some people don't know they're pregnant sometimes for two months. Right. Give them four or five. But some people may not know until three or four. If they're so there, there has to be some some point in time that you can't do it. You can't just say after seven and a half months, I want to have an abortion. There are people that are pro-choice that say, hey, we'll have to do whatever we want. doesn't matter. Right. That's, we'll that's it. bad. It's, that's it's bad. And then you have the pro-life people that say, oh, baby has to stay in there unless it's rape or sexual harassment. The baby is staying there. That's also bad. They're both bad. They're both wrong. So it should be something in the middle. I don't have the exact number, but I'm not pro-choice and I'm not pro-life. The pro-choice people are probably more right. They're more correct than the pro-life people. Yeah. Like yes. They, they are mo- they're right more often than not. Yes. They're yes. Because the pro-life is they're cladded with all the religious bullshit. Yes. That no. Makes I, there's, all these there's no points yeah. seem okay. No religion in there. I guess if I have to put it that way, I lean towards pro choice definitely not pro-life i don't know how people are pro-life i i guess it's 100 percent of a religious reason but yeah the, the, if you're entirely pro-life where you don't think abortions even at a week should be allowed then it it's almost always a religious basis i think with the, baby, the soul being formed in conception or whatever bullshit no, that that's is. not true when the baby has a brain and the baby's heartbeat before brain, that's when you have to consider you can't have an abortion. Right, that's when the discussion should start. That's when, that's when it, yes. I don't know when that exactly is. No, no, there, there never will be an absolute point where you say, like, scientists have concluded at 132 days. Yeah. Because there's no, because there, there are different scales, um, there are different scales of being conscious and when a, when you have an embryo, it's it's alive, but it's like alive. it's alive in this in a similar way to like a bacteria is alive. Yeah, exactly. So like, yeah, it's not a big deal to kill it, but like it is still life. Yeah, and it also is more future if potential you're, if for you're life pro, than a bacteria. If you're pro, so that if too. you're pro life, then you shouldn't be eating anything that we kill, and you should be right. 100% the, the contradictions vegetarian. are just hilarious yes. sometimes. Yeah. So if you want to be pro life, fine, but then don't go killing any other life and eating it. That's fine. If you if you're totally vegetarian. And you say I'm pro-life, then by all means, more power to you, good for you. I don't agree with you, but whatever. So that that's one issue about the the rights. I guess I'm pro-choice more so than pro-life. Second issue is women in the workplace. This is what really. Oh yeah, let's get in the this wage is what really I think, ang- Well, me. hold on. Before, I want to finish the the abortion thing first because okay, I think what people the people who are overly pro-choice don't realize. Um, I mean, it sounds a little bit like a pro-life argument that I'm making, but it, it's not. It what what I'm saying is, a baby at four months is less. It has less of a 
a spectrum of conscious possibility. Like it can't, it can feel a little bit, it, it can probably feel some pain, it can feel some degree of emotion, but it's way less than a human. It's way less than a nine month old baby at four months. So you might say, well, we value animals more than that four month old. But the problem is that that four month old is going to become a fully formed human at some point. So it's not as simple as just saying, okay, it's only four months. It's not worth considering yet. It still is worth considering, but ultimately the, the detriment to the mother has to be accounted for too. So it's, it's a lot more complex of an issue, I think, than most people give it credit it, for. It is, but there are people that say, if you went on the march and you ask, are you pro, most of them were pro-choice, if you ask them, they're just like, well, pro-choice, you should be able to have an abortion whenever you want. That's what a lot of people say, and that's wrong. And that's just as wrong as a side that says, life, once the, once the um, baby's formed, you should have I that. don't know if it's just as wrong, but they're both very wrong. They're when both... I, when I said before that you have to pick one, that's not... I mean, you have to pick a stance somewhere. Yeah, you can be somewhere in the middle. You probably should be somewhere in the middle. Yeah, I'm right in the, I'm more... I lean definitely pro-choice, but there are parts of me that say, after seven months, you can't be having an abortion if everything's healthy. Obviously, if the mother's life in danger, that brings up a whole new conversation, and that's a really tough conversation, and I don't think there can be a law written on it. I right, because you come, you you end up with this weird probability thing where it's like, well, the mother has a ninety percent chance of survival and ten percent chance she's going to die, and it, and when, if she survives, she'll be completely fine. But like, is it worth risking her life for this baby? Well, like, I, you could say no, but what if it's ninety nine point nine percent chance of survival? Then like, okay, we'll risk it then, and then yeah, where do you draw the line for things like that? It's it's really difficult. And then every doctor is going to have a different opinion on it too. Yes. So it's. I mean, some people argue it should be a state-by-state state thing, but I don't think that's fair either because then if you're a liberal person living in fucking Texas or something and everyone's a Christian nut job, you're not going to be able to have abortions there. So I think, I I think it should be federalized up to a certain point that you're allowed to have an abortion up to however many months. I think a general law and then states can make it more specific. So the federal law says four, month, four months and a state wants to go all the way up to eight months. Fine. But I, it's like it's hard right now. It's you can't have the federal law be eight months because it's just going no, to. No, it's it's it, too it, late. That's too much, and yeah. it's too there's too much sometimes wiggle room in there. Where there's so many different situations that happen. There's so much that could go wrong that you can't write up every single situation that goes wrong. Yeah, there's too many there's too many different things to account for and things that are unforeseen that we don't know about yet, like. Um, if we were having this conversation 20 years ago and had no idea that stem cell research would be an option, we, we, we now have to completely change our opinions on all of it because of stem cells becoming a thing that people have to care about. So, so we never know. It's hard to foresee what the issue will be. So it has to be, it has to be a dynamic thing with open discussion that changes all the time based on new information. I agree. It just has to be. There could be a general law, but that law should say four months and if that's general law, open to the state's discretion or however right. they write law. It could it be give be, or take some number yeah. of weeks. Yes, or whatever, an average number of weeks when a baby's brain is developed. I don't, I don't know that number, but it's a number. And, I, and people say, oh, government should sponsor abortions, all this stuff. I, I don't know. It's hard to say. I can't, I mean, I can't get behind should to some degree. I, I can't get behind that. Health insurance, I think, is good enough, and I think your health insurance should be able to sponsor half the cost or whatever your whatever just health insurance you decide to get but i don't think the government should be free yeah well then we can go into like abortions. universal health care well let's not let's not go into that yet with like obamacare yeah no no i think that that's absolutely that that's part of the protest is oh they they, they should sponsor all this free abortion free this free right but that. i think a lot of the reason to protest that is it's this compounded fear where it, they're also worried like Trump's going to get rid of Obamacare and then he's also going to take away some of the abortion coverage. So when you combine those two things, it's a, it's a worse effect than each one would be individually. Well, your health insurance should cover abortion. Right, but if health insurance coverage that, that gets worse for people. Deductible. Right, but if health insurance coverage gets worse for people who can't really afford it, then well, that then then it becomes harder for people who don't have any money to... Right now, an abortion is about is less than $1,000, if you get one, from my understanding. I think it, it was last I don't night actually know the numbers on... But it's, even if that's true, that's still... $700, and that's a lot of money for some people. Yeah, no, it is. And if you have no insurance... 700 without insurance. Without public 700, insurance. $700, if I want to go walk into a place 
and get an abortion. That was my. That's my understanding. I don't know if that's true. I I don't know, but, but that's what I was told. But they're probably, if you, I guess yeah, it's probably worth discussing this further. But if you, if it's a pregnancy that's completely an accident, or let's say it's someone who gets raped, and now they're they're stuck paying for raped. Rape they should ra- rape is a totally different story. Rape they should absolutely get it for free. That's a that's a that's rape harassment. One of those kind of situation should absolutely get it for well, free. Well, of course, but then what? But then, like, what if it's somebody's convi- somebody's charged with rape, but we're not sure yet? Like, then you if might you charge with rape and you get off innocent, you owe the money back. It's I mean, at first, if you if you're gonna sue a guy, if you're gonna uh, accuse a guy of rape and you get right, your so you abortion, you err on the side of caution to begin with. Of and course, then I, yeah, yes, and then you could always pay it back. But no, if, if someone rapes you, it's it's that's not something that. I, I even want to play around with it. No, if no. You accuse someone of rape that's serious enough. Pay you get yeah. it paid for whatever you really need. More more than that, counseling anything you need, you get you get it. But paid I guess for. that's that's such an extreme example. I think what I was what I if it's an what's accident. really a concern is just if it's if it's unplanned. Yeah. Well, a lot of times abortions are because of they're unplanned. It just happens because it's unplanned. Yeah, it's like I would a say the majority of them are right. So I guess then you'd say like people should be more responsible. I I don't know. Yes, I, I, yes, to some degree, but. That's it's a hard. But one. I think I think if you have health insurance, then that would whatever right. kind of health insurance you have subsidizes. But it. the fear the fear of people where you now have a president who is reducing health coverage for people and also reducing the ability to get abortion coverage he's at not, the same time. He's not reducing. It's, it's, a, it's a reasonable fear for people to have. He's kind of he's trying to rework the health health system. Right, but, and if he does what he says he's going to do, it, I think it could be really good. But it, for example, if you, there's insurances that are very specific to states. So, besides basically hospitals, if I was in California, my health insurance is good. But Alexa has New Jersey health insurance. So, if we were in California and she got extremely sick, let's just say had like strep throat or something, not something where you need to go to the right, ER. Right, something that you're sick. She, for yeah, she's gonna have to go to the doctor, yeah. and she's not gonna. It's gonna be out of network because it, that because they're not in New Jersey, which is absolutely ridiculous. She cut the state line barriers down and be like, okay, you could use your health insurance across state barriers, go compete with each other, have a government subsidized plan for people that make less than Ruby, you're still a certain you're line. still under the assumption that we're talking only about people who can afford the coverage to begin uh, with. Well now now you have because the there's because to me there's an ethical are, responsibility to raise the lowest bar up a bit for people who just are too poor. To, ha- to so be able to afford getting, anything so besides public health. So they're getting a subsidized plan that sh- from the government that should be strong. And how that plan works is it's basically a normal health care plan. You're talking about what Trump would propose. No, no, this is what I – this is has nothing to do with Trump. No, okay, no, no, no. But I know – I'm not saying that you are you're – pro- you're definitely more – liberal in terms of how much you give to people than Trump is because I feel like well at least a lot of your friends do with you and what I may do with you sometimes is just group your viewpoints in with Trump's because you support Trump so it like you you tend to agree with him so everyone well, just assumes you always agree with him but I That's think what, true. what you'd pro- no just that sometimes people assume oh, that you always of course people assume that just like right, I of course assume you don't that always least, agree with him I agree with him on about 25% of his views but out of that 25 percent of importance to me they're about 80 percent right the 75 percent you don't agree with just are not are only making up 20 percent of, of the, what's of, important of the magnitude of what matters exactly here. right okay so what i'm saying though is your view on on health policy is definitely i mean better for poor people than trump's so what I'm saying is people are people are somewhat rational to fear what he's going to do because he doesn't seem to be overly concerned with the well-being of the lowest like the poorest Americans. He just sort of assumes that if you raise the overall standard for America, I mean granted he may not even be able to do that, but even if you can raise the bar for America in general, you you can you're going to do it in a way you it's possible to do it in a way and it seems like that's the way he's doing it it's possible to do it in a way where it hurts the worst people and helps it helps the top more it helps the top some and hurts the bottom more but that raises the overall bar of the country with, if you get what i'm saying health insurance or just overall just in, just in general like if maybe the healthcare system can be more efficient but making it more efficient makes it worse for poor people because they can't afford it so like if 
from, I, from I, a, like a right wing perspective, they would say that's good, but from a left wing perspective, you'd say that's horrible because the right wing people are not as concerned okay. with the ethical responsibility to people who happen to live in the country and can't afford certain things. Like, I, uh, like you can't just you can't just shut off ten percent of the country to benefit the ninety percent. No, I don't think he's. I don't think that he can just repeal Obamacare a hundred percent, which he's not doing. He's not taking away coverage. He's going to take certain things away, and when they have a plan in place, then he'll repeal repeal what he needs to. But I don't think these people, the whatever nineteen million, the numbers are different, are just going to lose coverage without having another option. I don't think he's going. Right, to Right, but that. do you understand? I guess what I'm saying, I just want you to agree that the fear makes some degree of sense because he yeah, yeah, he I hasn't he isn't saying this is what I'm going to replace it with. I, he kind of just strike everything down and then we'll, we'll worry about it later how to fix yeah, it. Yeah, that's yeah. It's like I, his secret plan that he won't tell anyone. And since all of his plans are secret, you well, kind of wonder, well, does he even really have one? I don't know. I mean, he has said I'm going to privatize health care and and basically privatize it and then there has I think he's realizing okay he has to put in some type of public plan which is why he hasn't repealed Obamacare but I think if you privatize it that that works for a lot of Americans who are employed a lot of a lot of stuff like that but for the really poor people that can't afford health insurance you have a government subsidy plan and you caught you you have us you have income levels and that's the cost of it to people I don't know what those zero to ten ten to twenty 20 to 30, 40 to 50, and then yeah. maybe you cut it off there and you say, if you're 50, you should you should have the ability to have health insurance. If you don't have a job, I think then that also comes in where... There's a lot of gray health areas. Insurance. Yeah, I, th- I think it's a, policy, it's a complicated policy. I don't think he just repeals Obamacare, but I think the, but big, the I big think you're making a leap, though, to assume that he's going to be able to rationally put this stuff together. Because he also has a lot of people that he's put in power now around him that are not... Uh, they're... I mean, to they're say it lightly, they're they're not ideal people to be. Yeah, they kind of are just the worst group of people that you can possibly imagine. Did you expect that these would be the people, all of the all of his cabinet that he's put in place? Like, did you expect that that's what he was going to do? Besides Kushner, no one really shocked me. Basically, Kushner is the only one that really. I mean, Bannon's just an idiot. But yeah, like, like some liberals like, are willing to have Ben Carson be in charge of things because they think that whoever Trump might pick besides him is going to be worse. I don't know if there's much worse than Ben Carson, but I think, well, the, the argument is that Ben Carson at least respects the construct of what he's going into and will not do anything too radical and kind of uh, just like make some bad choices, but they're they wrong. won't deviate from this. They might be wrong. No, no, that's the art. Like liberal liberals are in such a position of. It's like th- there's so much desperation now. Well, yeah, and that, and that's the the problem with them is they're they're trying to stonewall everything, which they can't because they don't have, they could stonewall some things, but they don't have control of nothing. So they're trying to cause all these problems, which the Republicans do the same thing. So yeah, it's just politics. They're, they're both, which is the problem. I my suggestion is all those DNRs just you, you strike them down immediately, and you say there's no more Democrats, there's no more Republicans. You have I mean, a deba- you, never, have, you have debates. I know it's never happening. <laughs> I mean, you have yeah, debates with, nice. with all the candidates, and you pick out the final two or three. And yeah, you say, and that's how it works in Scandinavian countries. This is how it works, other places guys. In the world. But yeah. do I think if that was the case, the election would have turned out any different? No, I think it still would have Maybe been not. the same. Exact I mean, I do thing. give Trump credit because, well, just in terms of his ability to compete for the presidency, because. Like if if it was about the popular vote and not the electoral college, he would have campaigned differently. He would have done things differently. Yeah, of course. He's That's by a- all accounts, he seems like at the very least a good strategist. He he knows. I mean, all he cares about is winning, and he knows how to win. So so can he make these trade deals? Can he make good deals and get this and and do these things and have a decent health care plan? I don't I don't know, and that and that's why I voted for him because there with Hillary, I knew what I was getting. I know that argument, but that that to me is the reason I did vote for her. Because that's fine. Because the what you don't know that's fine. is sometimes better, but it's also sometimes worse. And with him, it seems much worse. I have no problem with the people that voted for Hillary because they say, "Hey, she actually had hard policies. Trump had nothing. Trump did this. Trump said that." But my president is about his personality, and if he and if he's a good guy or not, I just want him to no, make absolutely. the country and my life better. And if he does that in four years. Then I'm going to be like, okay, I'll vote for him again if he wants to run. If he sucks and he's made my life worse and the country worse, I will gladly switch over sides and vote for the other candidate. 
I voted for Mitt Romney because I didn't think Obama did a great job this, the, in no, his no, first fair. time, and that was partially because of the Republicans, and they and they and they wouldn't let anything through for the first couple of years. But this concept of winning, though, which I think is something, it's one of the personality traits that I think you share with Trump is that things are more about winning than they are about. Let me give an example. Like he, he's there's an argument to be made that wanting America to be the powerhouse of the world is an ethical responsibility because then we can police the way we need to. But some people just want America to be the best because they're nationalists and they just want to win. Because from what it, any everything that he's said, it seems like that's his opinion. It's just America no, needs to be the I, best because I just want America to win and I, then I can be remembered as the guy who made America great again. And he doesn't seem to have... He doesn't seem to care much about the rest of the world. No, I think... I mean, I, he doesn't seem to have much of a moral compass. I mean, it's hard to argue with that. There's I don't know he's done to I don't know if he has a moral, a moral com- compass, but I don't think he wants... To, I think he wants to win for both reasons. I think he wants to destroy ISIS. That's basically police. No, I know, but I think that... The world, I think he, he's not... I think getting along with world leaders that are, we think, crazy that we couldn't get along with... What What is the bad... What is the bad thing if we get along with Russia, if we get along with... China, if we get along with all these crazy countries. Well, if you do it by blowing up the Middle East, I mean, then that's not how you're going to get along. With I don't that. mean I I don't mean bombing the Middle East. I mean just like isolating the Western world from the Middle East and saying fuck you guys, just like have no, I I, I don't th- I don't think banning all Muslims is a, is a solution. I think if you say I'm not going to take refugees from this country because, and you list statistics and you say here here's the reasons why. And they're coming over and they're radicalized. I think vetting them more is fine, and that that should be allowed. But just putting a blatant bl- band on them is is ridiculous. I don't think anyone, if you read it, which I read today, people that were on airplanes when it happened should be allowed back in the country. You're I, talking about people who are detained. Well, detained. I don't know why they're detained. It, it yeah. clearly has. It clearly says, and if you read even like CNN said, we don't know why these people are detained. There's something else going on. I don't know what exactly it is, but it could just be a Mass confusion would be my guess. I'm not sure. But for someone that was working here, that went to visit there a week ago or two weeks ago, that was planning to come back whenever, they, yeah, they should be allowed back in. It's a person that's never been in this country before. Right. It's people who've it's never people lived that, here. Yeah. It's the people no, that, the concern makes sense. The, the it's just a is, highly is ineffective well, way to do it and an immoral way to do it. If someone goes to Iran and they come back... Yes, you should be allowed to vet them. You should vet them before to see their personality and vet them after to see their personality. It's not something that should take more than 10 right, minutes. This isn't, you're not talking about a vacation. You're talking about living in a different country for 10 years or something or a long time. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying that. But no, I'm even saying it with, with vacations is that the last the guy in New York who tried to blow blew up the trash can and they caught the, the most recent guy. First, his dad said he was a terrorist. So that's the first thing. Oh, no, right. that was, but I, no, no, I get what you're saying. That's because the first thing. The fact that he, someone would travel to Iran at all is an indicator that there might be something dangerous about them. Just a to little any bit. any one of those countries. But if they have family there, if they're traveling there to see family, and they could say, look, I'm seeing my... Right, you should, have two, to, you should be able to ask. Yeah, them. two brothers, here, here are their names, and you see that they're not radical, and they're obviously not radical in Iran. Right. Eh, fine. Because a lot of those countries but, in the Middle East have... They have viewpoints on... on everything that do not align with American democracy, I mean, a lot of it is because of Islam, but they just have different types of laws there. They value different things. So it, to some degree, yes, we do want diversity, but we also want to be careful. So like that part makes sense. Yeah. He's just so his, extreme in what he's doing. His now. number one job as the president is to protect American people. That's his number one right, but, job. But if he, I said in four years, if the economy, if everything just stays flat and there's more terrorist attacks, I think he failed at his, and it's not necessarily 100% his fault. Of course not. He's the leader. It falls on him. If there's more terrorist attack and there's more racial divide in this country in four years, I'm not going to vote for him no matter how well the economy is doing. Right, but I think that even if keeping Americans safe is the most important, there's there's a degree that you can value it where you're valuing it so much that you're taking away and making things, you're taking away from things and you're making things worse for people by having such an emphasis on safety where... Well, forget the fact that you I, – I think it's bullshit that you're going to incite more ISIS people because you're – like look, they're going to now have all the all this um, 
all these pamphlets that say he's not inciting it. Yeah, no, no, no. Where it's like, okay, look what Trump's doing. They, America is the worst. Look at them banning Muslims. Like, let's kill them. I think that's all bullshit. I mean, maybe that's a small factor. I don't know. But yeah, the to, there's a there's a point where if you're trying to keep the safety to such a to such a degree, you're you're hurting other constructs. You're hurting. I don't know what it would be. I mean, you're taking away from free speech. That's a big problem. And then I think you could end up with more safety concerns in the future that are kind of unforeseen because you're putting such a restriction on things now and then it ends up being worse later on. I, I don't know. But that's certainly possible. Yeah. I, I don't I don't like the Muslim ban. I don't like that he, he's just blatantly banning him for 90 or 120 days. I think it's too extreme. But I think that he we do need a vetting policy, and I think he should put that in – it shouldn't take him 90 days to put that in. It should take him all of a week to put in a preliminary one, and then you can work on it. But you shouldn't be banning people that are over there on vacation right now that can't get back in the country, that are in the country right now planning to go on vacation to see family. I think there should be exceptions. If you but don't want to accept Syrian refugees for 90 days or 120 days, fine. I'm fine with that. If you don't want to accept anyone that hasn't been in the country in a year from those countries, fine. But the people that are over there that just left two weeks ago, three weeks ago, should right. be allowed back they're in the country. They're American citizens. No, they're not American they're citizens. They're not, okay. So the American, the, American citizens... The American citizens can absolutely come back in the country 100%. Yeah, you're talking about non-American. I'm talking about someone that has a working visa right now. Is it, so if I went over there yesterday and You I need just, some sort of documentation to be able to get back. Yes. You it can be mostly Working anything. visa, anything. But if you overstayed your visa, look, you should be out of the country no matter what. No matter what right. you are, it, that's yeah. That's stuff guess. you did. I don't understand these people that come in the country. That I understand why they do it because it's hard to sometimes get another visa. Yeah. But I don't even want to talk about the wall at all. But the walls, I think, the, to do, no, no, the, the, wa- the walls, I think, to do with the visas. The wall no. is, I think, no, 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 I know. stupid. But no, what I do want to talk about though is I think that Trump is very extreme in these policies because he val- he wants to be seen as this winning guy who, after it's all said and done, fixed all of this stuff. And he's completely blind to many things and is just like, I want America to be the best and I'll do anything for it. And he doesn't really care about people. He doesn't care about morals. I mean, I, I, don't, like, I find it hard to see it any other way unless you're so tied to supporting him, which I, I, it doesn't sound like you are, although many people would say otherwise. That you, someone could be so tied to supporting him that they'll just find a way to – Back him no matter what, and like pick and I'm choose not, pieces of his policies. No, I don't think that's you. But like, do you see where what I'm going for with this? Yeah, but I, I, I think he I just think, wants to win above all else. I think that's some of it, and I think it's to win all else, so I can police the world and manage the world. Right, how but I, I think that's a it. bit of a cop out to give him that kind of credit because I think if it was anyone parts else, of the world. I think right. Okay. That's parts that, of the that world. may be fair. I don't think he wants to win just because he wants to make America a great country. I think he wants to make America. I think he does want to do that. Who wouldn't want to do that? But I think he wants to win, so we become better. Right. But I think too much of it is an ego thing. That's what I'm. Getting I think at. he. I think yes. I think he's childish. Like with way certain, too much. Yes. I think he's very childish. But again, I'm not voting on the president based on what he says or what he, I just care about his actions. So if he wants to say. If he wants to make fun of Saturday Night Live and do stupid stuff like that, fine, go ahead. But don't ruin relations with Israel. Don't give $200 million to Palestinians right before you leave office. That's the kind of stuff I don't like. That's the kind of stuff yeah, that's, well, that, that pisses that's me off. That's a difficult thing to... And Obama was... Obama oh, for for all the crap, I didn't, I didn't like Obama as president. I thought he was very average. I didn't think he was terrible. I didn't think he was great. But... He was very so professional, very politically, agree. very politically correct. Right. He he was not willing to draw the connection between the Quran and the foundations of Islam and Islamic terrorism, yeah. which is insane. I mean, he's a Muslim, so it makes sense, and he's also a liberal, so he doesn't want to offend people. But yeah. it's it's just ridiculous that that could go on for that much time. So that that's his side. of I things. I don't love Obama either. And the Trump side of things, which is complete opposite. I don't really care what I say if it's on my mind. Basically, going to tweet it which I think is ridiculous too, but you know what? If that's what he wants to do and he's and taxes are going down, the economy's doing better and his policies are working, then why do we care what he's the people get so worked up. But are you concerned do you view him as worse of a candidate than you did at the time of the election? Like not I, I believe that you'd still vote for him. But if I had the two choices that right, I like had, if, I would have voted for him. Right, but you gave a rating of him Two months ago, which I think was the week before the election, would your rating of him be worse now? 
No, because it's been less than a, because it's been. A you week. think it's? T- I th- I think it's like a little bit delusional to some degree to not see him as worse than what he was seen as two months ago. He said it, he's doing what he said. He hasn't done anything. He hasn't done anything that he hasn't said where I'm like, wow. I didn't, look. I don't like the Muslim ban at all. But that's about the only thing that he's done that I've been like, okay, I'm taken back a little by this. I don't I think guess- this is right. You realized he was going to do some of this bad stuff. But it's just not in the I, in the categories that matter as much to you. There may be a lot of well, it's hard because if I was Muslim, I would probably you'd be have different really really yeah. pissed off about this as I should be, but I'm not. And I, I I look from their perspective, and absolutely they should be pissed off. I'm a little ticked off about the policy. Right, but, so your but your if, take on on politics though is like what you're describing is more selfish than certain other people. Absolutely. You know, I'm voting for me, and yeah. I'm not voting. No, no, that's all I wanted you to say. Look, yeah. I'm 100. Which my, is, it's fair to some My degree. vote is my vote. There's however many people, there's 300 million people in this country, about, give or take, I don't know. Mm-hmm. If everyone voted for the good of the country, that's fine. That 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 would work. But yeah. I want the candidate who I think is going to make my life better and just the life around me better. And mm-hmm. I thought Trump had a better shot of it than Hillary. I knew Hillary was probably going to make my life a little worse just based on her economic policy. Yeah. And I knew Trump, true. based on economic policy, would probably make my and life care a little better. Israel and, yeah, and I looked at Israel, and that was my second most important issue, and it's not even close. If you're Jewish and you care about Israel and you tell me that Hillary would have no, no, th- liked Israel I better than Trump, I, I would look at you with four eyes and be like, you're just a Hillary supporter. You're just going to love everything she, she says. And there are people that say that will come to me well, no, 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 and the, defend Hillary on every single last here's point. The, here's the, the only or argument, any Democrat. The only argument I'd make pro-Israel for Hillary is that Trump may try harder for Israel, but the consequences of his actions will be worse for Israel. But I don't think so. I, but I think – well, you can dis- – that's that's sort of how I feel. Like I don't think Trump's actually better for Israel. I think he wants to be better for Israel. I think he's it, much – But I, I don't think it will actually work because I think he's going to incite too much too much fear, too much anger, maybe financially. I don't know. But there definitely is this side of, Look, of they, left-wing they politics they need, though that just They don't won't. need us to defend them. They don't need any of that. They need that money so they can get the stuff that might be true. to build it. If we just stayed out of there and didn't do anything and – and just kind of rejected everything the UN always passes, which is a whole nother issue, which is yeah. terrible. Then fine, we don't need to stick army people in there. We just got to give them money so they could build their weapons and do that. They have an advanced system enough where they can manage their own way, and that's what I think Trump is going to do. Here, here's your here's your money to build your weapons. Here's your funding. We'll help you if you really get into a war. But just kind of don't don't incite things for people, and if they incite, well, with he's going to have a hard time not inciting because he's very he's going to incite people. Inflammatory but personality. Is it going to incite people, and then they're going to react to Israel, or is it going to incite know. people? It's that are going to react to us. I, I don't know. It's dangerous. But there there's this point about left wing politics that I'm sure you'd agree with, where I think a lot of people who are on the left don't realize is that the left likes to support the underdog basically at all costs because they they pander a little to the people who are worse off and that in this case is Palestine instead of Israel Israel is kind of the they're they're the larger than life they're, the left or the right the left the left will support Palestinians because Israel kind of owns the territory at this point Israel's in a much yes. better position they I mean it's called Israel they're in a much better position than Palestine which is I mean I certainly think it's it's fair for like Israel versus Palestine. I mean, I'm not even. I don't even consider myself really Jewish anymore. But the it's obvious that Israel has, is better than Palestine in any moral or ethical way. But the left will pander to the Palestinian side a little bit just because they're the underdog. Yeah, that's, there's definitely some yes, of that. I agree, but it's not. I'm not saying that we're morally better than them. I'm just saying that we're placed there since 19 whatever after World War Two. We're there, and that's it. Like, get like, stop fighting, and, and it's hard because there's so many religious differences. Which yeah. again, it's just it, it's so Israel, Israel, so is, isn't, Israel, so is, Israel isn't this upper class country, and everyone's like, oh, America's this upper class country. America's not this huge upper class country either. Just, just the city, parts of it. There's yeah. just parts of it. Right, that like are, Tel Aviv and Jerusalem are. for Israel yeah. too. Yeah. But sure. if you move, if you go to the middle of the U.S., if you go to the middle of Israel. They're very Wait, low The poverty class. rate yeah. in America is higher than many other countries. Yeah, exactly. So that's what people don't realize. Just the top of America is great and the top of Israel. Well, that's all the people you're ever going to hear about because those people control everything. Those are the people Just like the, the people control in Israel and every country out there. 
There's very few countries that run without anyone up top that's influencing things. I would say there's almost no countries that do it. They just had a corruption index that came out with and no country was 100, which means not corrupt. The highest was 90, which means there's still 10, there's still... There's still room to be a little yeah, more... There's still room where there's someone in the yeah. upper class moving things along how they want it to be fit because they right. have the money and the power to do it. So, mm-hmm. yeah, U.S. is... And then you have, yeah, the people who run news organizations with fake news and all that stuff. I um, think that there. I think that it works on... I think if you watch CNN, there's a lot of bullshit that goes yeah. on there. I think if you watch Fox, there's a lot of bullshit that goes on there. I think they're, oh, well, they're, yes. they're both... They're both... <laughs> I think they both... Report, I wouldn't put I them in the same category, but they're both bad. Fox they're, they're is definitely bad. worse. And, I mean, I really only read the Wall Street Journal, which I feel it leans a little left, but not... It's probably sure. Most, most of the papers in our area lean a little left. No, no, no. I mean, New York very, Times is very left. very left. But like Washington Post, I think is just a the little Washington bit left. Washington Post or the Washington Post. The Washington Times. No, the Post. The Post. Yeah, that's the, the bigger one. Washington. No, that's that's left. That's left. Yeah, left. Me. I think they're like there's enough good information there where even though it's left, some like it's mostly justified because the left. I mean, at least in my opinion, tends to be right about most. I stuff. don't think he. They're I don't. Th- I think correct. you have to be. 100% neutral when you look at things. So at this point, if I'm looking at the Muslim ban, I'll say, here are the facts, and here's why it's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. And I think you could go down and list it. If, I think, could you say no refugees? Again, that would be my proposal to fix it, is lift it, which he's not going to do, so people should just get over it, lift it, and say, look, I, I it, got, it got misconstrued, a little uh, misunderstanding, Look, we're not accepting any refugees from there. But if you if you went there in the past month or two months or whenever, and you were planning to come back, you're more than welcome to come yeah. back. We'll vet you for five minutes, and and you're welcome back. Sorry, like, like sorry for the misunderstanding. It happens when you're yeah. trying to move quick on things. It could have been an oversight, or it could just be people aren't understanding the policy. It just got no, no. There's some of that. Written. So I, I don't really know. Like you're reading things, and everyone's saying different things. So no one really. A lot of times when these crazy things are happening first facts are just blatantly false yeah. so i don't really know what's happening with it it seems like we're definitely banning people from coming in the country but if someone had a working visa here it seems like that they're not allowed to come back but i think that's absolutely ridiculous so it seems like it's too strict for, of course it is yeah for what i like i think banning the refugees for 90 days 120 days 60 days to get a policy in i think that's extreme i don't know if it's necessary but it's something where that he said he was going to do so do it, but it shouldn't be for that long. It should be maybe for two weeks at most, and it sure. should it should be right on your. It should be the top thing on your plate, and be like, look, I got to get this policy out there that says here's how we're gonna vet, and that's it. It's just a week, not nothing major, but ninety days for someone that, that no, was in crazy. the country yesterday is is not fair. Of course so, not, and that's why I, I don't agree with it. But well, I want to I want to summarize this whole thing before we move on to stuff that's more fun and personal things. Which you'll, I'm sure you'll. Well, have I to talk we, about. we have to talk about the Facebook thing. I have to talk about the. I have to finish my. Well, hold on. on so the, the stuff. May, should we do that? Well, first of all, I think that you just generally are more optimistic about what Trump will do than you should be. Or I mean, definitely more than the average person, but I think more than you should be. So, you just you give him the you give him the benefit of the doubt because you like his style, his personality. No, I don't like his personality. I think the guy's. I think the guy's an asshole. I hate his That's not what I mean by his personality, though. Like the, like he's crafty and he, he's he's smart in some ways. Like he's a good strategist, which you value. I value that. Yes, I think like he's able to example, manipulate things 20, and move things into yeah, place. Twenty well. percent tax on Mexico. You never go into a deal and say I'm going to tax it one or two percent, which is what's going. Right, to he's happen. he's negotiating. Yeah, you have a ridiculous offer. Yeah. Mexico will come back with their. We're not doing anything, and they're going to meet somewhere in the middle, probably more towards one two percent. If it's anything more than that, I don't know how he negotiated it. Fine, one percent. They. Right, but I think you give him the benefit of the doubt sometimes. Like, you assume he's negotiating when in reality he might just mean that. He doesn't. If you read his book, it's straight no, in his it's, book. It's, it's, it's straight in his book what he's doing with Mexico in that you make an offer for something and it's a ridiculous offer. They come back, you come back, and eventually you get to the point where you want to be and you say, I'm not budging, that's it. This is where we're doing it. If you don't yeah. want to do it, I'm walking away from the table and that's the end. And I'll go find another partner to get oil from or we'll draw our own oil. Fine. Then well, Mexico, Mexico goes straight into a recession. So we, we have the upper hand in this case, but I think he's going to do that with a lot of countries and say, look, it's going to come out. People are going to be like, oh, you can't do this. It's horrible. 
it's not the offer it's ever No, I know, but I think happen. like if if it works out that way, that's better than what most people anticipate. Because I don't think that it's fair to just assume that those are definitely his intentions for it to work out in a, this strategic sort of way that ends up being beneficial for everyone. Because I think a lot of it is just he's kind of making it up as he goes and who Which, the hell knows. again, is the upside factor. And, it's, and it's, it's a, okay, I think it's more upside than the average candidate because things can get reformed faster because he's so yeah, inflammatory. Just but it's way, I think it's way more downside. Well, yeah, obviously, I think it's way more You're upside. Free- way more, well, there's only a certain amount of upside any one candidate could give you. It's limited in with that country. Right, but if, the upside, if, if I think the downside is almost unlimited. But if you've increased the upside... Well, okay, yeah, I guess that's generally true, but if you've so increased was, the upside by 5% more than what it normally would be and the downside by 300% of what it normally would be, like... Yeah, so, so the graph that's, is... That's sort of how I view The graph it. is skewed to the left in potential for... The left is in, like, the left side of the mathematical chart, not, like, the yeah, left is yeah, in politics. Yes, okay, yeah, yeah, so, like, it's skewed to the left in that, yes, there's definitely... No, but I think points. he's skewing it more than, like, way more than the average person. I agree, but I think on the right, I think on the right side... He has points that are out there that no candidate really, no politician could really reach because they, they're just so, I think almost every politician is so lobbied and I think he's corrupt too. No, but like, I'm going to make a, I'm going to make a, um, poker analogy for this. Like if you start a Texas Hold'em hand with a pair of Kings, like that's almost perfect. And that's like what I would view America as already. And it's like Trump can get us aces. But he also could get us like a two and a six. Like it's not worth making that risk. I don't think risk. he could get us that bad. Two and a six. Like is I like, think he could get us that is bad. Great Depression level. Yeah, that's the worst. Two and a seven is the worst. It's as close no, no, to the worst. Two and seven is worse than great. Is nuclear bomb. Okay, and two and a six is the second worst hand. Yeah. Two and a six is basically twenty five percent unemployment. No one really has a job. Cities are almost barren lands because no one's really working. Right. But that's what I see a two and a six as. Okay, sure. So maybe in your mind, like, he could accidentally get us, like, a pair of twos. But whatever, it, it's still – there's so little room for him to, to maneuver only, on the upside and so much room on the downside. I don't think we're, I don't think we're a pair of kings. I think that – I think a pair of aces – Well, I think or, Trump I, has my, done I, – I, hold on. Before you do this, I think what Trump has done is he's convinced a lot of Americans that things are worse than they really are. And things aren't as bad as what he says. He where? Tells, he, well, he's like – in all the poor black neighborhoods, everything sucks for you. Like he, that's part of his negotiation style with the public for his own, his own um, meeting and you know meet, pat, hitting the bar on expectations is to lower the perception of how everything well, is. Well, his job, his job is to win states. Well, his job was to win states where that was. The oh no, no, no! In the camp, in the campaign, that makes sense. But I feel like he's still campaigning. He's still, he's still campaigning for four years. It's right. Not, but there's a point where you need to govern, too. I feel like he's I think just he going to campaign he's forever. To for, I say right now the country is probably pocket tens. Okay. I mean, that's still, yeah. yeah it's still, no, I think the country is great. I think that's that's a little pessimistic. I think where the country is great is in the cities. You see all this growth. But go to a random town in Nebraska and no, see how course, those people course. are. I think you have... A where lot all of the, the protesters land and stuff where, come, well, they actually come from the wealthier area. Yeah, where, more. where the protesters aren't coming from, the people that voted do you, for Trump. Do you want to get into the women's march thing more, or should we? I kind of want to. I feel sure, like we've. Sure, come, we, I feel like we've no, come. no. I could end the women's march real quick. All right, I and, then we'll, and then we'll talk about I think your. Um, I think friends things. I think the women's rights is an issue, and I do think that there's certain areas. And I think it's an issue that needs to be talked about. I don't think protesting just women's no, rights. No, no. Let's get past that. I think. The the thing that causes the most grief is the idea that um, the pay gap is about choices of women versus systemic problems of women. Because we both can agree that there's racism and sexism and stuff, but it's not – it's overblown how much that matters. Like maybe that accounts for 2 percent or 5 percent. There's some small number of I, the problem is just blatant bigotry. But what then we're, we're talking about is the – is the divide between how much people view it as a systemic problem and how much is just a matter of choice. I, I always say that if there's sexism in the workplace, go leave like or report it. Don't just right. be, don't no, just no, sit that, that there stuff and corrects do itself naturally. And, and people, that's people, people get fired people, from jobs for, yeah, in, people in America think now. People yeah. are afraid to speak up. It's, it's, it goes both sides. But that's Mal partly systemic too. Y- yes, they're, they're afraid to speak up when something goes wrong. So and that and that's a challenge I think that just people have to overcome it. But yeah, I would say there are certain companies. I think smaller companies 
more so than bigger companies where a woman and a man sure. will have the same. No, but I feel like you're getting into too many specifics because yes, that's like. But that, the pay, I know but the pay gap overall. The pay is, gap is is, is that is women narrower is, is that than women? If think. you look at and I did, you look at the top ten majors. The highest paying major, median salary wise, for a woman was a nurse, which nurses is a great job. No, no, for no, men, every single job in the top ten was just was more or very very close to a nurse. Every single one. So, so my argument is, is when women say we're not getting paid enough, their their argument is within firms. I think a lot of them, not over, not overall. Right. But if it's, you look you at all talking these, about like um, Silicon Valley and banking jobs a lot more exactly. than is actually relevant. But no, I agree with that. If you look at what they're majoring and what they're what they're coming into as a job, it is almost impossible for a woman to be a teacher and a guy to be a finance major. And then just work anywhere really you're talk, corporate. You're talking finance. about the reverse for a guy. To yeah, well, well, let's just say engineering. I think like one engineer was 97% guys, one of them, whatever engineering. It's right, going to be also possible that, for that woman who's a, who's a teacher to make as much as a guy that's an engineer. No, no, but part of that's a result of an existing problem. Not, not it's not, no, it's not merely a choice. It's a combination of choices and also a result of an existing problem. I, it I, compounds that like maybe there were a few choices to begin with where women chose certain jobs like when, I, I, when I it was agree. all about the um, the standard four person family and a man works and a woman stays home like the stay home mom from the post war like in the fifties and sixties. Um, but there were a lot of a women. lot of that stuff was built in then, and it's hard to correct. And there's a now. lot of women a lot that, of the choices that, are hard that to don't, correct. That, that are protesting now. I'd say the majority of them are our age, millennials, give or take. Yes, it's that well, don't they don't have kids. Don't have kids. Yes. My point is, is when you have a kid, everything changes. And I can't speak to it because I don't have a kid. But a lot of times of a woman wants to stay at home with the kid for a couple of years, sometimes a little while. And it makes sense for the mom and, and to want to stay home more Yeah, and that than makes sense. So then when the woman actually goes back to the workforce, now there's a whole other issue that even if I was a guy with the same major as the woman – now I have three more years of experience or two more years of experience. Right. So that's You're a whole, going to be making a, more even yeah, more than their Yeah, that's a whole other issue right. that, that they don't and that they don't get. So well, I think I think a lot of people make it too much about money because I think a lot of the jobs that men are inclined to do are really like when it boils down to it, less ethical jobs than what women choose to do. No. Like women. This well, is, hold on. Let me explain. Fine. So. Women who choose to be nurses and teachers versus being bankers and finance people. Bankers not even was finance a, people was about seventy percent. Right, wasn't okay. as high. Okay, so you're as like as engineer would be the most. No, but yeah. for in certain cases though, men just are are willing to overlook these moral problems with jobs they're picking. And, 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 and women, so women may literally be making less money in certain cases because they're being better people. I I agree with that. I think that teachers. Or one of the most underpaying jobs out there, and it's it, so valuable. It's yeah, as important I, of a job as anything. I I agree. So, but but it, some of it is systemic, though. It's not all choices. Oh I no, I, absolutely. But I think it's somewhere around fifty fifty. You you think it's mostly choice? I think it's more choice, and and that, by choice I mean that you could be raised to be a teacher, and that's what you right, want to do. Right, but we should realize that we're speaking without hard data on this stuff. These, these are mean? speculations. My, my, my spec and my... No, 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 no. There's no hard data that says this percentage of it is systemic and this percentage is choice. We're, we're sort of playing around with numbers that exist, but no, it, a no, lot no, of this there, is speculation. There is, there, is, there is no hard data on it, but my the hard data I have is the majors. Women say we're paid less because we're just paid less in general than men. That is 100% a true fact, but... You gotta look. You gotta look more into the fact. Look into it and be like, why are we getting paid less? It's right. not really because of sexism, which is what people are saying. I think we can agree sexism maybe is. It's a small factor. Is a small factor, and yes, I think that. I think we can all agree, or most people should agree, beside the people that are being sexist, that that should be taken out. And if I if I'm a guy and I'm a girl and we're both doing an equal job in a company, and there's only one promotion, it should be. Who's doing a better job? It should be blindly look at people's work, blindly look at the resume and say, Who, who's the better candidate? Yeah, that's, and, and that should, yeah. That's hard to do. And but maybe it is men more than women for certain jobs. I mean, it, it certainly will be for jobs that incorporate certain things that men have genetic exactly. predispositions then, to. Because exactly. men and women are not equal genetically. No. And, and, and that's not to say that women are, are worse. They just are different. But, that, but that's what people are arguing and saying that, look, women get paid less. We got to fix it. We got to fix it. Well, 
you, you can't just fix it. Like we go to college more, we should be getting paid more. That's people's are that was someone's argument on yeah. Facebook and one of my argument. No, it doesn't really That is a major argument for them. So that's why I'm getting mad. And when you're having a march about twenty different issues and we could go into more issues but we're not, then that's not effective. If they honed in on abortion, if they honed in on pay, if they honed in on whatever they wanted to right. own there in, are actual say, things one, to argue with yeah, certain things. One issue or two issues and they said this is what we're marching for then I would be like, okay, go ahead and march. But when you really just are marching because there's a bunch of women out there. And, no, what and they're men, mostly marching for is they're angry that Trump is president, for the most part. Get over it. It's been four, it's going to be four years. No, 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 get but I don't, well, over it. That's, I think that's an and argument tr- for a different time. Try worth. your best. If you don't like him, get into politics, join a group, go meet your senator. Right, there are actual activist groups. You can yeah. do stuff. I mean, posting on social media is a worthwhile thing to do because you're, it's you're spreading opinions. I, it's I don't useless. agree. I it's mean, part of, it's part of news. It's, it's I mean, fun. But there are people who are, who are massively influential out there. Posting on social media takes you how much, how long? Five minutes, 10 minutes? No, no, there's, there are better things you can do. That's but if you have point. a massive social media following, that's different. Let's say, um, I mean, this is a sports example, but let's say Mike Francesa decided to fully embrace analytics. Like, the amount of influence that would have on people who who follow... I mean, a lot of people would become analytically minded because he is such a large following. What I mean is people who have big followings do have influence just from being on social media. Maybe me and you don't because, like... No, I I agree. Although you did have that ESPN Penn State article. Yeah. yeah, We don't have that big of an influence. No, no. And And you have a right to post on social media, and I think that's fine. But the people that when you write and you comment on their posts that get offended by it, you, you put it out there. I'm allowed to comment right, on it. Right, it should be a – you should want a public discussion. If you go march for six hours to accomplish absolutely nothing and just whine and, cr- and cry about Trump being president, and while you could be doing something somewhat useful if you want to be, then take that six hours. Go, go drive and meet your governor or go to the senator's office. Meet him. Talk to him for those six hours. And that would be twice – it would be so much more effective if – if you did that, then, then sat there and marched. And that's my main argument behind it is that marching isn't going to accomplish anything. And that's my that's my point. What are you going to do? Just piss more people off and just be like, you know what? This is stupid. You're creating more separation. If I go personally to de Blasio's office and go talk to him, let's just say, about an issue, I'm not going to cause any more separation. I'm talking to him because I want something solved. Right, and that could be effective. Even if it's something that he might not listen to, at least it's somewhat in his head. And maybe now another person goes and talks to him, and then another person. And then all of a sudden, you got a thousand people that talk to him on one issue. And now he's like, all right, everyone's coming to talk to me. i gotta, I got to address this issue. Yeah. That's something that, that would be effective. Whether anything ever gets done, no, but at least... No, but it is... Some, the marching is somewhat effective. There's just a lot of flaws with it, more than... There's what, flaws when you're not, than what either when you're not marching with. for one issue. If it was 100%, everyone was there, it was like... We want pro-life. We, well, that's a bit unrealistic, though, to some degree. Or ninety percent. You you knew if it, it was the abortion, sort of like the march of life, better. yeah, which I don't necessarily agree with, was marching for pro-life. That's what they were marching. But at least for. they were organized. At least Even they were organized. Exactly, cause. exactly. So if you ask me, what was more worthy of my time if I was going to march with the women or march with the march of lives? I think the cause of march of lives is a lot worse, but. I would say I would go to that march if I if I was neutral if I like both issues let's just say I would go on that because at least I know I would be marching for something I believe yeah. in. When women I don't really know what I'm doing there I'm just kind of marching. Well, some of it though is you it could be you not taking the full time to figure it out. I I try I got no the, I, you made some effort but many yeah. arguments with women and they all had arguments about different points and that's when the last argument happened. And I was like, what, what are you even doing? You're just complaining. You're just whining you're that Trump's president. the one with Rachel? Yeah, you're just whining that Trump's president. You're just whining and crying. Look, if Hillary was president, would this be happening? The answer is no. No, but there – well, so it, again, it's a, it's a clouded issue because a lot of it is people are just mad at Trump. But Trump also has the capability of doing way worse things for women's rights than what Hillary Clinton would have done. So it's a combination. No, no. I mean they both have the same ability to do whatever the hell they want. No, no, no. I mean Trump is more likely to do things that are worse for women's yes. rights. So it's partly that. Part of it's justified. But then also it's just we're mad that Trump's president. That's, that's, so that's not really a Trump. Too. That's See, that I disagree with in that that's Trump. That could I, be just a Republican I think, thing. I think it's – yes, it's a Republican thing. But I think it's more so Mike Pence. And that's why when people are saying, oh, right, Mike Pence Trump, is worse for women's impe- rights impe- than impe- Trump, Trump, for sure. If you're on that march and you're marching against Trump you and you're a woman, 
You are out of your I, mind. I don't want Trump impeached. That would be horrible. Mike Pence I think be worse. is. You think Trump's radical? Yeah. And you, oh yeah, I and totally you think agree. all these people are radical? Pence is up there with the Ben Carsons of the world. And he, he's got the religious um, ties too. He's absolutely he, on people that, that are nuts. Yeah. On people that someone that if you said probably the one I disagree with in in the cabinet the worst is. If I had to choose one beside Kushner, is Ben Carson just because he's he's a nut he's right. a nutcase. There, are, there. Are, it's hard to be worse than someone who's just a childish sociopath, but a childish sociopath who is also a religious right wing nut like that. That's horrifying. Even okay. if even if Pence is a little more sane in general than Trump, the the whole no, he's sane in general in how in his how policy he talks are worse. in how he talks. He's not sane in general. Yeah, I, I guess I could agree in with his that. his pol- in his political views. So that's why that's another reason why if you think that that march is going to do anything and you really hate Trump that much, look who the next guy would be behind Trump. It's someone worse yes. by a large margin for uh, your right. Maybe a small margin, but sure, it's worse. I think it's worse. You will not have any abortion. The abortion will be federally illegal if he becomes president. Right, federally, he's, he's a illegal. devout. He's Gay a people Christian. will not have any rights. He will make that. He will bring back that law that says you can be racist against uh, any I mean, lesbian, maybe gay, he'll trans. Try at least. He, no, I don't. he would, and he would get it through because they would. Because the Republicans have control. Hit their chief justice. He would choose would be so far right. It would be absolutely insane. It'd be yeah. the farthest right you could think no, of. No, that's fair. He, yeah, it would be so bad. Has enough influence for those. And and sure. he's gonna get at least one, probably three. You're not going to ever see any kind of court ruling in favor of any kind of, and I put this in quotes, different people if he became president. So that's just another reason why the march is stupid in that if you really want Trump gone, fine. But your, your candidate, the guy behind him is going to be worse. So Yeah, I think people don't look at the whole picture a lot of the yeah, time. Yeah, and, that, and that's, that's, that's my main point about it is it's – you're not – for one cause, you're not marching for one cause. You don't realize what's going to happen if Trump does get impeached, because I said if, if Pence ran against Hillary Clinton, I don't know who I would have voted for. It would have been really, really hard for. I don't That's think. Interesting. I, did, yeah, I, I did not expect you to say that. I don't think I could have voted for Mike Pence. I like when when there was the rumors that Trump was leaving the campaign and Pence was going to take the spot. I was like, this is. Well, part of voting for him, though, is the small percentage chance that Mike Pence takes. I mean, I guess it's 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 pretty small, but that's something that I definitely considered a little bit. Although I was, oh, I, I definitely considered anyway. it, and it wasn't when I was when I thought about it. It wasn't like I'm going to put Trump down, and I'm so sold on Trump, and he's my hundred percent candidate. Probably my favorite candidate was Kasich, and I liked Christie. I liked a couple other guys that were okay. Cruz was no, Carson was no. I think Rubio it was okay, but like yeah, Pence is the worst. I, I thought Trump was somewhere probably in the bottom half, but it wasn't somewhere where it was like okay, I can't vote for this guy. Like right. I can't vote for Ben Carson, no matter like if Ben Carson ran against Hillary Clinton, I would vote for Hillary Clinton, and I wouldn't like it, but it would be a vote against Carson. This was just as much as a, it was more of a vote against. I would say eighty percent of my vote was against Hillary Clinton, and then twenty percent was that's fair for Trump. It no, wasn't. I mean, that's reasonable. Like, it's I not liked, that hard to criticize. When Mitt Romney ran, I liked Mitt Romney. When John McCain ran, I didn't know enough about politics. I just wanted the taxes to be lower, and I didn't know what I was doing. I was 18, so I just yeah. voted for John McCain. <laughs> yeah. But I could have easily voted for Obama. I didn't know enough. The second time around, I knew Obama was going to win, but I was like, I think Romney's actually a decent candidate, and I would have liked sure. to see him run again, but... I think if the Democrats would have nominated anyone but Hillary Clinton and the Republic, and they would have beaten Trump, and I think if probably the Republicans would have nominated anyone but Trump, they would have beaten Hillary Clinton even worse. I think it would have worked both ways in that they were they were the worst that each party could have put out there. I mean, not the worst, maybe not the party. worst, but they were bad. Yeah. So everyone's like, "You're such a big Trump supporter." No, I'm anti-Hillary, and I'm going to support what Trump does as much as I can. Right. I know that there are a small percentage of his views that you care about a lot, and then a lot of the bad stuff it just doesn't matter three, that I care, much. To yeah, you. I care about three views, and that and that's my. I care about yeah. the economy, which is better. I think that's debatable. You can think, yeah, that's fine. Uh, Israel. It's really not debatable in my eyes. And I think stem, it is stem, cell, okay. stem cells are. Not a Republican issue that I, I disagree with them 100% on it. I think it should be 100% funded. And Hillary Clinton never came out, and no one ever asked the question. 
No, she um she probably is too scared to offend religious people to say something like that. Exactly. If she would have said that, I would have been like, oh, well, maybe. And, and that, those are three issues, and they're all very close. They're important issues. And then I you have a bunch disagree. of issues that are just in the middle that I'm like, okay, these kind of matter, but... The, the, the place I disagree with you the most, I, I think we should move on from politics in a second. So I don't want to get into the specifics, but just, I guess the spectrum of issues, which issues matter more than others is where I think a lot of people would disagree with you. You just value certain issues more than other issues, that's fine. which is fair. People can value different that's, issues. That's more fine. Than other and, then issues. Can, and then you vote based on the issues that you see, right? Yeah. That's the right. That's how you're supposed to vote. I don't expect everyone to see those three issues at the, as the most important. No, they just are your and most important. Those, those are my most important. So people that vote for Hillary, I don't look down on them and say, you're an idiot for voting for Hillary. I think the people I say you're an idiot to are the people that voted for the wrong reasons. That I mean, vote that just voted because she's a woman, or voted because Trump was a guy, or because yeah, Trump the reasons wanted to Muslims and all this crazy stuff. Look at look into look, if you're going to vote, at least be somewhat informed and make a decision that way. Yeah, I lean right because of the economic reasons, but I'm not a person that's going to walk in there and be like I'm voting right along the ticket. No, if I don't know who to vote for on a ticket, I write one of my friends in. That's how I do it. I didn't. I voted for. Trump and Pence and everyone else I wrote in people because I wasn't informed and I was like, I'm, I'm not going to just vote Republican. And if I was, if you said you have to vote for a candidate, I would vote Republican and split Congress to Democrat or vote Democrat and mm-hmm. split Congress to Republican. I think that's the most effective way to do anything. The most successful presidencies, I think. And Bill Clinton, for all the wrong he did, I thought he was a good president. So... That's a reasonable view. So I, like, yeah, he did some bad stuff as a human... But I'm not judging him again on what he did as a human being, as a normal person. I'm judging him on did he make the country better? Did he help? Did he did he help everyone's lives? I think for most people, yeah, he did.